Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, this is funny and it's fitting. And uh, kudos to to Blair King on on Twitter who caught this. You know, as we're trying to put into context this uh, Kinder Morgan spill that maybe you've been hearing about from the weekend. A spill near Kamloops that was contained on company property and uh, cleaned up within a few hours. About 100 liters of fuel. It's a big story, right? Kinder Morgan pipeline leak spill. Oh, my God. The city of Vancouver has just put out a tweet about 20 minutes ago. The underground parkade at Mount Pleasant Community Center is now open to staff and the public. The spill was caused when staff overfilled the generator in the mechanical room during a routine fueling, leading to about 50 to 100 liters of diesel fuel to spill. Wow. Big spill in Vancouver. Big story, I guess, right? Well, maybe it should be. 100 liters is 100 liters, right? Anyway, 974-8255. This is Gordon. Gordon, welcome to the program. Hi. Um, I was just sitting here and listening to this 100-liter spill. You know, if if I got my car oil changed today, I'd I'd probably change out 4 liters. So 25 cars is 100, 100 spills. And I bet you there's probably close to 100 liters of oil was spilled today changing oil in Calgary. So... This is this making a mountain out of a molehill, and it's just it is absolutely ridiculous. We're not talking barrels; we're talking, you know, pretty small amounts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gordon, appreciate the phone call. Right? I mean, we, we should always be vigilant about about pipeline pipeline safety and company response to these these kinds of situations. Right? And so, fair enough. We, we mentioned it, especially with Kinder Morgan at the forefront of this national conversation. But let's understand the context here. A relatively tiny spill, contained, cleaned up within hours. Right, the system working as it should. Uh, all right, regarding Trans Mountain, of course, uh, the BC government uh, currently a big obstacle to this project going forwards, and that BC government is a minority New Democrat government propped up by a deal with the BC Green Party. And BC Green Party leader Andrew Weaver has been much more forceful in his opposition to the pipeline project, then has John Horgan, who at times has tried to sound more diplomatic. Uh, Andrew Weaver, uh, just a short time ago here, sat down with global reporter Richard Zussman uh, for a Facebook Live conversation, which the pipeline, as obviously you would expect, is front and center. Here's some of what Andrew Weaver had to say. So explain to me what you expect is going to happen on May 31st and what significance could this have for British Columbia? Look, Kinder Morgan are clearly uh, finding an exit strategy to get out. It doesn't make sense to move forward with the project from an economic point of view. When the project was proposed, uh, oil was predicated at $100, $150 a barrel. Uh, Keystone XL had been nixed. Now we have Keystone XL approved by, by Trump. We've got Line 3 that's going south. We've got the Loop facility in Louisiana being able to have the massive, uh, uh, very large crew carriers carrying up to uh, more than $2 million barrels on each uh, ship. We've got, we need four Aframaxers coming through Vancouver to cover the same amount. We know that we're already able to get 
to get um, uh, Alberta crude to uh, to the, the that export facility. It's it's an exit strategy. And uh, uh, Pierre Trudeau, I'm uh, sorry, there's some irony there actually. Uh, <laughs> Justin Trudeau, as he tried to put his national energy uh, plan on British Columbia, um, is uh, came out publicly and said it will be built. Now that is reckless from a prime minister to say that because in essence he was telling the people who had invested that they're going to indemnify them. So what we have now here is clearly a, a company looking out for its shareholders and seeking an exit strategy. Um, we've got $1.7 um, uh, that was invested in the Canadian uh, stock market through KML. We know that a lot of that money was used to pay off parent company debt and we uh, have a situation now where it looks like Trudeau is going to have to pay for a pipeline that there's no market to, to ship stuff from. So this one's from Brad Gorley in Edmonton through the Facebook page, and it's a big one, but I'm going to give you this, well, probably be the last one on Trans Mountain. I'll uh, give you one, one chance to do it. This is Brad's question. Why don't we just refine this stuff in Alberta, and then we could end this conversation. What is the problem with building a pipeline along one that is already built? Okay, the question is, first off, it's not building along beside, it's, 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 it's nearby, but it's not actually along. Number two is, Nobody is talking about the pipeline. What we're talking about, again, time and time again, it is diluted bitumen that is the concern of British Columbians. There's two concerns. One is diluted bitumen, the substance in, and the second is Vancouver is trying to brand itself as the greenest city in the world by 2020, and it is inconsistent to turn it into one of the largest heavy exporters of heavy crude anywhere in the world while branding it as the greenest city in the world. There's a problem there, folks, and, and, and the risk to Vancouver with respect to a diluted bitumen spill is profound, not only for our economy there, but also for our ecosystems. We just, it's just, it's, again, you didn't see, you know, why aren't we talking about Energy East? Why aren't we talking about Keystone XL? Why aren't we even talking about the you know, refining the products and a, and a place in Prince Rupert? I mean, there's, there's proposals on the table. This is trying to put diluted bitumen through Vancouver Harbor. It's, it's, it, it, if it doesn't sound like it makes sense, it, there's a reason for it. It doesn't make sense. Well, it does, actually. And, and we've done a lot uh, on the science of Dilbin and what we know about. In fact, I mentioned Blair King, environmental scientist, who's um, highlighted a lot of the scientific research that's been done. So this is not uh, a question that we haven't bothered to answer. It's a question that we know a lot of the answers to. Andrew Weaver is being a little disingenuous on a couple of fronts here to suggest that there's no case for this pipeline. The Kinder Morgan's looking to get out anyway. Well, then why make such a big show of, of blocking this? If Kinder Morgan's going to abandon the project, then you guys don't need to do anything to scare them away. That seems a little odd to me. Now, he mentions all these other projects that are going through, uh, Keystone XL, Line 3, and others, and, and that's great. And I, we need all of that. But none of those projects get us to Tidewater. None of those projects help us access other markets. And that's a crucial component of what's needed. Right. I think the good news is, look, if we could get Transmount built in addition to those others, I think that would satisfy our capacity needs for quite some time. I think going forward, there's some open questions about whether we're going to be able to get any new pipelines built with what the government's proposed to the review process. I guess the silver lining would be if Transmountain gets finished, that we would be set for some time in terms of needed pipeline capacity. But that's a big F. Let's go to the phones here, 974-8255. Eric, welcome to the program. Rob, your words are correct. Andrew Weaver is completely disingenuous. Let's face it, that pipeline is 100% subscribed. We have got how many uh, hundreds of thousands of barrels going on, on rail car every day. 
I think that if Andrew Weaver feels that British Columbians, and he, you notice he keeps talking about the nimbyism of we don't want it in our backyard, the harbor, the this, the that. When we, you go to Vancouver and you look at all of the ships that are parked off the coast that are carrying coal. There's a mountain of sulfur that is sitting there, you know, 365 days a year being exported. Uh, it's ridiculous. This fellow is lying. He's obfuscating. If there was no demand for the pipeline, then why bother waste resources on fighting it in court? Why bother waste resources in and in, in manpower and having people like Elizabeth May arrested? If it's not going to go and they're looking for an exit strategy, well, you just need to stand aside and they'll exit, wouldn't they? Presumably, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. So he's full of crap. And yeah. if they're so green and they're advocating that we need to do our part to stop the CO2 emissions, then let's just cut back the gasoline to Vancouver and the aviation uh, fuel. Let them pay their fair environmental share at $3 a litre and good luck. Yeah, well but said. that's not going to fly. Sure isn't. You're right about that, Eric. Appreciate the phone call. And, and look, maybe there's some hot hypocrisy in Vancouver. But they want to call themselves green, but there's only so far they're prepared to go. But I mean, Eric's right. If you're so worried about all this stuff from Alberta messing up your green reputation, well, I guess that's what a lot of folks here are clamoring for, isn't it? To, to, to help you out. We'll gladly turn off those taps and uh, you guys can, can walk the talk. Right, and I mean, it just it illustrates that other level of, of hypocrisy that we're going to go to court to stop you guys from shipping your stuff, but we're also going to court to prevent you from stopping the shipment of your stuff. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.